On today's episode, I've got three ways to build positive self-esteem. We all face challenges, crucibles in life that make us or break us, and our health is often the biggest crucible we will face. This podcast is designed to help you achieve your health goals through simple, strategic, and proven methods. In every episode, we'll learn about how to overcome your health crucibles and live your best life. Hello, everybody. It's Mary Lee Aidenhand coming to you live from the Dividend Studios here in Brentwood, Tennessee, for my episode in Podcast Crucible. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about it's me time, building positive self-esteem with the following three points. Become aware of your thoughts and beliefs, challenge negative thinking, and adjust your thoughts and beliefs. So my information today comes from the Mayo Clinic website, as well as Dr. A's Habits of Health. So once your kids, you know, leave your nest, sometimes, you know, that empty nest thing throws you for a loop and you feel like, oh my gosh, who am I? And, you know, your self-esteem has been completely wrapped up in your children, your family, um, and now who are you because they're gone. And oftentimes it's also in your profession. You know, you're you're wrapped up in who you are and what it is you do at work. And sometimes you get reviews that are great. Sometimes you get an annual review that's like, what, where did that come from? And, or you're going, mm, jeepers, I need to, you know, um, I need to improve that. So in children, of course, and being a teacher and teaching teenagers my entire life, basically, except for the last seven years, you know, they have a very, uh, they're very blunt, they're very honest, and they like to call you out on whatever it is you said, you know, that you were, you shouldn't be doing and, and you just did it, you know. So I always tried to take it and be, you know, totally honest, transparent, say, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that, you know. Um, but it does take a hit on your self-esteem. And those are the kind of situations that would keep me up at night or wake me up really early in the morning. So the first thing that you can do um, to help yourself get out of a pit, if you're feeling like, wow, you know, you're just down on yourself, is reacquaint yourself with your thoughts and your beliefs. Your thoughts and your beliefs can be positive, they can be negative, or they can be neutral. Sometimes they're based on fact, sometimes on reason, and sometimes on just emotion. So ask yourself, first of all, are these beliefs true? Um, would you say that to a friend? Well, if not, then don't say them to yourself. That's probably the easiest way to look at this. And second, challenge that negative thinking. When you think of negative thought, you need to immediately paste a positive thought on top of it. And um, that way you can keep your, your view of yourself in line with the facts and not just with, you know, emotional un, un whatever, reasonability. <laughs> so be aware that it can be hard to see flaws in your log logic and long-held thoughts and beliefs can actually feel, feel factual, even if they're opinions. And that means, you know, things that you believed about yourself that your parents told you. Or um, I remember one comment uh, that was made to my daughter was, you're going to grow up just like and look just like your grandma and have big hips. And she was like seven or eight. It was, you know, devastating her. And I'm like, no, we're not going to claim that. We're going to claim this positive. You know, she's healthy, works out, et cetera. And she doesn't have, you know, big hips. <laughs> so also notice that if you're having these thought patterns that, you know, erode self-esteem, which are 
all or nothing thinking. I'm either all in on my health journey or I'm completely out or I'm all in on my profession or I'm out. You know, I'm here today, but I really don't want to be. Um, also, don't get into that. Oh, I failed or I made a mistake. So, you know, therefore I'm not a success. I'm a complete failure. So often we do mental filtering, which means you focus and dwell on the negatives and it can distort your view of a person or a situation. For instance, I made a mistake on the report. Everyone's going to notice. They're going to think I'm, you know, some schmuck doing my job here or as a parent, you know, that I'm a terrible parent, you know, or whatever it is, the situation you're dealing with. So convert your positives into negatives. Um, this may be, uh, may involve re, re, excuse me, rejecting your achievements and other positive experiences by insisting that they don't count. Um, for example, I only did wellness tests because it was so easy and I do this all the time and I deflect when people give me compliments and instead of just saying thank you, like my husband tells me a million times or has throughout my lifetime, I'll say, oh, well, I got this on sale at, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it was only $9.99. <laughs> so I give value to the, you know, it's like, I won't, I, I can't just say, oh, well, thank you, you know, for telling me I look good. You know, I have to justify it kind of thing. So also jumping to negative conclusions, you may tend to reach a negative conclusion with little or no evidence evidence. For instance, my friend didn't reply to my text, therefore my friend must be mad at me, you know, or reading something into uh, something we said in a conversation that really was not even there. So another thing is mistaking feelings for facts. You may confuse your feelings with beliefs or facts. For example, I feel like a failure, so therefore I must be a failure. Um, negative self-talk, you know, you undervalue yourself. You may put yourself down or joke about your faults. And while I appreciate someone that's got self-deprecating humor, it, you know, it just makes them seem more real to me. And I often do that, but you need to know in your head that, you know, um, you deserve better and don't say to yourself, I don't deserve anything better. <laughs> so three, adjust your thoughts and your beliefs replace negative or untrue thoughts with positive, accurate thoughts. And try these strategies. Use hopeful statements. Be kind and encouraging to yourself. Instead of thinking a situation won't go well, focus on the positive, that positive, you know, self-imaging before it is whatever you do, seeing yourself go out and how you're speaking, what you're wearing, um, how you're behaving, exactly what you're saying, you know, word for word, you know, go through the whole dialogue. You envision the audience smiling and laughing and appreciating it. Um, in my case, as a teacher, you know, clapping wildly. Oh, yay, that, you know, and my students performing well. And that positive imagery, I know um, athletes and anyone that's successful, they do this, you know, positive imaging and it works. And I can I could tell when my students wouldn't do it because it would usually go whatever way, you know, they were thinking it. So um, even though things are tough, you need to tell yourself, I can handle this. I do have resilience and I do have perseverance. So another thought and belief is to forgive yourself. Everyone makes mistakes, but mistakes aren't permanent reflections of you as a person. They're only moments in time. So tell yourself, I made a mistake, but that doesn't make me a bad person. Avoid should and must statements. I should do this. I should do this. I must do this. You know, try to say to yourself, I'd really like to do this, or I choose to do this instead. So focus on the positive. Think about the parts of your life that work well 
and remember the skills that you used to cope with challenges. What did you do when you were perseverant, when you were resilient? You know, what were those skills? If you can live through that situation, then you can certainly live through, you know, a colleague's criticism of you or whatever. Um, consider what you've learned. If it was a negative experiences, okay, own it. What changes can you make for next time to create a more positive experience? Um, relabeling upsetting thoughts. Think of negative thoughts and signals um, to try new healthy patterns, or possibly I'm going through this rough time in order to be able to help other people not, you know, go through the same thing. What can I do or think to do to make this less stressful? And encourage yourself. Give yourself credit for making positive changes. For example, my presentation may not have been perfect, but my colleagues were still engaged. They asked questions and that was my goal. So there you go, goal achieved. So in closing, in addition to these suggestions, remember that you are worth special care. Be sure to, first of all, take care of yourself. Eat healthy, get enough sleep, exercise, follow a healthy you know, health program. DM me if you don't know what that is and I can help get you on that track. And do to do the things that you enjoy. Make me make a list of those things and do something off that list every single day. This was the first thing that would go in my life when it was busy. It was like I was just so focused on getting the task done at hand that I never gave myself the time to just simply sit back, take a breath, maybe listen to, you know, a piece of music that's inspiring to me, you know. And thirdly, spend time with people that make you happy and people that are safe. Don't waste time on people that make you feel horrible and that don't treat you well and that are not safe. It's not worth it for your mental health. So become a crucible champion with your self-esteem and slay this. It's, you know, it's time. Come join me. You deserve a better life. You deserve a better you and you can actually change. So personally DM me in my crucible podcast page, and I just want to thank you for your time and God bless to everybody. This income testimonial is not representative of the average earnings that coaches achieve with Optavia. Only a very small number of coaches will achieve income that is within the range of this testimonial. Optavia makes no guarantee of financial success. Success with Optavia results only from successful sales efforts, which require hard work, diligence, skill, persistence, competence, and leadership. Please see the Optavia Income Disclosure Statement for statistics on actual earnings of coaches. In a clinical study, the group on the Optimal Weight 5-in-1 plan lost 10 times more weight than the self-directed group. Average weight loss for clients on the Optimal Weight 5-in-1 plan is 12 pounds. References include Dr. A's Habits of Health book by Wayne Scott Anderson, Your Life book by Wayne Scott Anderson, The 15 Commitments of Conscious Leadership by Jim Diethmer, Diana Chapman, and Kaylee Warner-Klemp, Lifelong Transformation, One Healthy Habit at a Time, Optimal Weight, 5-in-1 Plan, Optimal Weight, 3-in-3 Plan, Optavia, The Four Components of Our System, Optavia Coach, The Habits of Health Transformational System, your Life Book by Dr. Wayne Scott Anderson.